Hello, I'm Dr. Yishan. Welcome back to my show. If you are new to my channel, welcome as well. So before the end of this year, I want to share with you four wonderful sleep tips to help you boost that holiday spirit with a well-rested body and mind. Tip number one: Try weighted blanket. Dr. Ekman's team asked 120 psychiatric patients to use weighted blankets for one month. After this one month, their symptoms of insomnia, depression, and anxiety all decreased significantly. This is just one example of the many interesting findings of weighted blanket out there. So, from my own personal experience, I also use my Chinese blankets on the heavier side, and find it's more soothing for myself when I sleep. However, there is one question. Is it heavier the better? So I interviewed Dr. Xue from Dr. Benedict's team in Sweden. Their newly published research find that if participants use a weighted blanket that is about 12% to 15% of their own body weight, they ended up having a higher salivary concentrations of melatonin and oxytocin. So heavier is not always better. Basically. If you use a weighted blanket with a reasonable weight range, your body may release more melatonin at bedtime, and this possibly could explain why weighted blanket can help some people sleep better. And of course, other research also find out weighted blanket can help us to soothe our nerve system and deal with our stress. Tip number two: time restricted diet. So I recently made a new YouTube channel about how to eat so you can sleep better. I read about this one study in Germany. They find if we restrict our eating to an eight to nine hour window within each day, and fast for the rest of the day, and we do this every single day for several months, we will notice our sleep quality improve significantly. So I interviewed my colleague in Stanford, Dr. Blom, years ago. He shared some research on gut microbiome, and found that restricted eating can help us recover from jet lag much faster. For example, he shared with me when he traveled internationally himself, he often fasted for about 16 hours before the first meal time upon landing. So after he arrived at the new country, he would start eating regularly following the local meal time. So this often helped him to really beat the jet lag, and he would be ready to work as soon as possible after he landed. Well, personally, this is really hard for me to try because I love eating so much. However, I sometimes try time restricted diet. During the weekend, I do feel a good flow of energy myself when I try the fasting, but I don't know how much that is a real feeling or just a placebo effect. So I would want to read more research about that, and feel free to share any experience with me. If you have benefited from fasting. Tip number three: Try vitamin D supplements. So I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, and there are a lot of people here. Suffering from vitamin D deficiency, including myself, I don't quite understand why. 
I go out and do sports under the sun often, but my D level is low, and my doctor suggests me to take D supplements. Well, I do notice when I start taking D supplements every day for the past several months, I have more energies during the day, but I haven't observed any direct improvement in my sleep. Possibly because I generally sleep well enough. So when I interviewed the oral surgeon, Dr. Park, he said he's also taking vitamin D to help with his own sleep, and that works for him. One of our guests this year, neurologist Dr. Gominek, is a strong advocate for the role of vitamins in our sleep health. So there's a newly published review paper in 2022, summarize a lot of research in this area, and I want to quote something here. It says, "Growing evidence has demonstrated that vitamin D has a role in sleep regulation. Specifically, vitamin D deficiency can increase the risk of sleep disorders." And is associated with sleep difficulties, shorter sleep duration, and nocturnal awakenings in children and adults. So, after did a thorough review of all these literatures, this review paper's final conclusion is: vitamin D supplementation is promising in improving sleep quality. However, Its effects on sleep quantity and disorders needs to be further investigated. So, what do you think? Make your own choice. Tip number four: Be a nose breather. So, on my YouTube channel, Deep Into Sleep Podcast, there are a lot of arguments about whether we should try mouth taping while sleeping and whether it's more helpful or more harmful. Well. Mouth taping is really about stop mouth breathing when we sleep. So I think the question behind this mouth taping method is really about how good the nose breathing is, and how we can use our nose to breathe more in our sleep. Right. So I interviewed the myofunctional therapist Renata this year, and she mentioned how to position your tongue correctly up there. And how to practice your oral muscles can really help you to be a nose breather. Our guest, the oral surgeon Dr. Park, I mentioned earlier, also said he recommends many of his patients to try mouth taping method, with several restrictions. Though, first, you have to make sure your nasal airway is not blocked, so you are able to breathe through your nose. Secondly, you need to watch out the way you tape your mouth and the type of tapes you are using. Basically, you don't want to fully shut your mouth with a tape, right? And you can try it vertically. So you can find more details in our interview, and that will be published very soon in both the podcast and the YouTube channel. I also made another episode before discussing this、uh, research. Behind this topic, so there are quite a lot of research find that mouth taping is helpful, especially for patients with mild to moderate sleep apnea. So overall, I have learned a lot of great things from many of our guests this year. 
and I'm so grateful for all of these sleep experts to donate their valuable time and share their expertise、uh, in the sleep field with us. So I picked these four tips because I think they are practical enough for us to try over the holidays. If you are interested in any of these tips, give them a try and leave me a message to let me know how did it go. At the end, I want to emphasize: everyone is different, and sleep is a very individualized thing. I believe we can all learn something from the sleep science, but we are all different and unique, so we all need to respect what our own body needs. So please be cautious. When you make a choice or take an action, and then before we end, I also want to mention my four-week-long insomnia treatment course CBTI. So I adapted this course from Stanford Sleep Medicine Center's material and have this course in both Mandarin and English. If you know anyone with insomnia and may be able to benefit from this evidence-based treatment, please feel free to pass the information over. The Chinese course link is mindbodygarden.com/slash失眠, and the English course link is mindbodygarden.com/slash insomnia. Thank you for your interest in sleep science. I'm Dr. Yishan. Happy holidays to you, my lovely listeners, and I will see you next time. Bye. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk, and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed.